Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Ancestor Speak Show. This is Stephanie Neal and Crystal High Corral. How are you tonight, Crystal? I am doing wonderful, and how are you, Reverend Stephanie? Great, great. Uh, it seemed like Blog Talk Radio had a few little quirks here, and uh, um, luckily we worked it out, and here we are. All right. <laughs> All right, well, tonight's going to be very interesting because we're going to be discussing, uh, well, one one comment that uh, Lady Crystal had uh, mentioned before, uh, when she when she said the comment, um, it is our spiritual duty to have fun, and I thought that would be a really interesting conversation. Along with Crystal agreed that we both agreed that it would be an interesting conversation. So I thought we could just kick it off by just uh, starting in broad strokes like that to get, can you explain exactly uh, what you mean by that great statement that you um, said? Well, I will try. Okay. I believe that we were all not even created. We are all expressions of deity, and we, and deity is joy. Everything that is, is a joyful expression of deity experiencing itself in this time and this place. And to me, everything that is, people, trees, rocks, even man-made objects, are all expressions of deity experiencing this life and this time and this place, as well as many others that we are not aware of. I believe that the very blades of grass sing symphonies of joy daily and that we, well, I use created because it just sounds simpler, but it's a simplification. We are joy because we are the goddess experiencing in the physical world. And by the Corellian tradition, the goddess is source and void of everything. And the physical world is the manifestation that is the manifestation of that, is the God in one of his aspects because he has broader applications too. To me, I mean, life is not always joyful. Everyone has problems, things come up. Life is life. But if there isn't joy in there somewhere, somehow, you are not, as far as I'm concerned, connected to deity in the sense that you are, if you're connected to deity, you are experiencing joy. That's beautiful. And you you bring up a a good, many good points there, Uh, but one of those is when you talk about that there's times in all of our lives where there's sadness and that sometimes... um, well, and we see that, in fact, sadness and hard lessons are, in fact, hard lessons to learn. But where does joy fit fit into learning lessons, or does it fit? Give me a minute to look at that. Huh. 
Okay, I'm going to answer that sideways. Okay. <laughs> to me, one one thing I believe is that spirituality is about being fully present in our lives and dealing with whatever is present there in the moment, not in the past, not in the future. Um, past counts for many reasons. There's many, you know, there's joy there, there's lessons learned, there's sorrow. And we plan for the future, or who knows where we'll live there, but we are in the moment. And my personal experience, and unfortunately I'm not able to maintain this constantly, I wish I could, but occasionally, even in the midst of hardship and troubles, when I am fully in the present moment, I'm connected also to joy. Yes. And and that um, we, in fact, can learn just as much living in joy than living in sometimes hardship, that lessons are learned in so many different ways. And yet I so uh, appreciate you bringing that up about that even inside hardship and as you're focusing on the, the true awareness of the very present uh that you find joy right in the middle of a storm uh, uh that that's uh, that's that's possible that truly is possible because you know you've experienced it and many others have have uh, experienced feeling uh, that joy right in the very center of the storm that's that's wonderful well as an example and i do not fully understand this i'm very fortunate i have not experienced this but I have a very good friend whom, oh, 10, 12 years ago, her 16-year-old daughter was killed in the car. Mm. And actually, that devastated her life. Um, and it is, you move through stages of grief, but it's not something you ever get over. And, and you know, as a parent, you understand that also. But she made a comment to me a couple times a year or so down the road that even in the middle of that devastation, there was an odd kind of joy in the process, not in the loss, but in the process. Now, like I say, I don't understand that, but it is an experience of someone I know, love, and trust, and it can be in there. Mm-hmm. Do you think it was possible? Do you think it's possible that? Uh, uh, her daughter was stepping forward and reassuring her in some form of just confirming to her that everything, that she's okay, that everything's okay, that that she in fact has not gone, that she's there with her. I mean, just uh, uh, giving her a warm hug, and even though she may not express that and that maybe she interpreted that, as a, uh, well, the only way that she would interpret it that would be comforting to her. Well, that could very well be because her daughter was was in the body and still is very, very psychic and walking a spiritual path. And it took a long time before she could experience her daughter, although other people did. But as we talked about it, what it seemed to be is that she had accepted her daughter coming to her 
she would have had to accept the loss, and she wasn't ready. Oh, sure. Yeah, but uh, she has since been in a space. Her daughter does come to her um, and is, you know, not a part of this physical life. That cannot be. Mm-hmm. But, yes, and that could be could have been part of it. Mm-hmm. And those of us that equate our loving source as a goddess, uh, what would you... What would you think goddesses' words would be to those uh, as instruction for learning how to enter into joy? Again, to me, it is being fully in the present moment, which is a hard thing to do and maintain. I, I still have troubles with it, but when you are... And, and one of the ways to enter that present moment is with your physical senses. Be aware of what you see. Be aware of the uh, air on your body. Be aware of whatever you smell, whatever you taste, whatever you hear, because that grounds you into the here and the now. And there so you yeah. does reside. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like as you deliberately become more aware, you become more aware. <laughs> you know, that, that, you know, yeah, right. So joy relate to, uh, well, what does joy relate to? Like what, what is the benefits except for the obvious that, that it makes life uh, feel brighter and bigger and um, happier uh, that's, of course, an importance. But are there other 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 benefits than the obvious uh, when we choose to live in joy? Uh, physically, much better health. It's very like meditation uh, because when you are in joy, you are not in stress. You are not in tension. You are not in anger. You are not in resistance, and many other very normal states that human beings are in. Um, And it raises your vibration. Well, or you rise to a higher vibration when you are in that. And it is easier to experience and interact with deity um, and all forms of being. Uh, Nature, spirit guides, anything you want to consider Joy makes it easier. And I like how you brought in uh, raising your raising your vibration, which uh, dovetails into manifestation. And I, I know it's very important to start with intent, and yet there's still that that other part of intention with manifestation. I can't help but believe that joy enters into raising uh, the vibrations, as as you have said, but it also is a way to connect to directly manifesting. uh, It's uh, the process uh, that, yes, it's it's very good uh, for intentions because that's how it starts, but knowing that we, we also 
develop the intent and let the intent go into the universe. And to help with that is uh, joy. And yet I, I'm sure there's lots of uh, many ways to manifest joy. Uh, but I, I just think sometimes we keep it so so simple, and yet the most profound uh, truths in in the universe are in fact simple. And yet we have uh, we need to remember that joy is employed in that process uh, in some form or fashion. And and do you? plug in that all that that facet into manifestation or not i'm sure you do uh actually yes i do um being in joy you are in the flow of the moment and the universe and we create our lives in many ways what we are what we focus on we attract so when we are being joyful, we are attracting more joy, but it also keeps us in a balance where, again, no resistance, no stress, no, yes, but I want this, but I can't have it. Joy seems to remove blockages, and again, it raises the energy. And I know another person um, whose mother is not pagan or Wiccan, um, she walks her own spiritual path, which for her is Christianity. Mm-hmm. And um, is she like 90? I believe she's 90. Uh, a lovely, lovely person. And she, for her, her faith seems to be absolute. Let's put it that way. She's walking the spiritual path that is right for her. And she can drive this person I know crazy because she'll simply say, well, I sure would like to have. And nine times out of ten, it just flows in their life. You know, she's not even praying for it. But she's in a space that, for her, allows it. it she's just got the simplicity of it, and she may not even be aware of what she's doing. But it comes right. to her. It can be as simple as wanting strawberry shortcake or someone to come into her life or a new piece of furniture. Doesn't matter. She just, in a very relaxed way, which is a symptom of joy, um, I sure would like to have. And she gets. And other people can put a lot of work, attention, intention, attention, and manifestation. And there's nothing wrong with all those things into manifestation. But she has found for her a key that is just so, so, she's found the simplicity of it. And while things are simple, they are often not easy because our mind gets in the way and thinks, well, we have to do this or it has to be difficult or I have to stand on my head, spin around three times and repeat the alphabet backwards and then I'll have what I want. Yeah, we set up those expectations of how to do it and we block our joy and our manifestation. Right. Oh, because by doing that, we block it, right? (laughs) Yeah, we think it has to be difficult. And it really, really does. It re- There's a book, um, Behaving as if the God in All Things Mattered by Michelle Small Wright. Um, 
she has a garden. It might be Paralanda, if I'm pronouncing it right, or might not. But I read the book years ago, and her guides worked with her, and she says that she, with her guidance and help, would like manifest a, a garden tool from spirit into physicality right there. I can't even imagine being that advanced. I'd like to be. But things are possible. It's our perceptions, expectations, and resistances that make it hard. Mm -hmm. I like how you said that. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I think I was through. Oh, okay. Uh, And I like how you said that uh, joy helps uh, release blocks and then you went on to explain how sometimes we make things harder than they really need to be. And I think that's a perfect perfect example uh, that a person may be focusing in on the block, that, you know, please, I want to remove this block. And by giving energy towards focusing in on I want to remove this block, uh, sometimes that block may become more pronounced then um, lessened or uh, diminishes diminishes its uh, effect on our life, and and uh, as uh, you're saying that if we focus in on yes, say the intent we want to remove a block, but then switch our intention to focusing in on joy, uh, not giving energy to the block. I can see how that can. Uh, diminish uh, the effects of the block uh, because you're too busy focusing in on on the thing that goddess has designed us to be and do in the first place yeah yeah there on on manifestation there's an excellent science fiction book a short one an old one by robert a heinlein 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 he wrote uh Oh, Lord, what is that classic he wrote? I can't remember the name of that, but this book is called Waldo. And it's a fiction story, and it's simple, but, and it's good. But manifestation and how to do it is explained there so clearly in fiction form. It's amazing. I recommend it. Okay. Will you hear that, Um, listeners? Make sure you... Read that book. Yeah, Stranger in a Strange Land is a book I was trying to think of. That isn't about manifestation, but um, it it is pretty much a classic in the science fiction field. Mm -hmm. But Waldo, W-A-L-D-O, is the book, and sometimes I just reread it to remind myself how simple it really is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so with, with that said, uh, I had asked you this question before, and I was surprised that the answer you gave me, but then once you explained the answer, it, it fell all into place and made a lot of sense. So I'm going to go ahead and ask you that question again. And I said, can you make joy happen? And you said no. And so then I said, okay. So could you explain that for the listeners so that they can... Uh, enjoy, enjoy your your answer, which made perfect perfect sense. And I'm trying to remember what I said at that point. Give me a minute. Oh, okay, okay. Some of my best sayings are when I'm not 
trying really hard. We we put ourselves in a position to experience joy. Back again to being in the present moment, which I come kind of harping on, but that's where joy resides. You can look to the past and remember happy things. You can anticipate happy things in the future. But the joy itself, and this is almost indescribable, and I've experienced by being, again, physically aware, all my senses alert, not trying. Just I was lying on my back on a sofa in the summer looking out the window. I lived on the third floor in an apartment building, and there were beautiful trees, leaves blowing in the wind, just being aware of the leaves. And all of a sudden, there's joy. Mm. And and this is a very advanced form of joy. You can't make that happen. Um, and there have been a few other times in my life when I haven't tried. My mind wasn't on joy. But I was very, very much in the moment, in a relaxed way, being. Beautiful. So, in in essence, joy is just like we are, and to relax and open and just be in that very present moment, because in essence, that's all we really do have. That everything opens, and joy is just there. Joy is just there, and uh, and once again, it sounds so simple but yet not so simple at times in our life because we do have busy yeah <laughs> sometimes we it's uh, difficult to to get there but yes that so very spontaneous and so can can you find joy outside of yourself I think not and I want to talk about what you just said about the spontaneous. Okay. I think when you're relaxed and you're not trying, you're not so much you're not creating joy, but you're experiencing it because I do believe that joy is a natural state of the universe. And when we let go of the many things that pull our attention, past, future, what's going on, worries, etc. We return to our natural state, which is joy. Yes. Like energy, you can't create it, um, but you can experience it. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Excellent. So as we come to the end, I know this happens so quickly, but we are at the end of the show Uh can you give us uh, any final thoughts as we end the show? Um, let me think about that. Put yourself in a position to experience joy. Practice, I don't know, a couple times a day, two, three, if you have time, or even only two or three or five minutes, being aware with your senses of everything. And other than that, don't try for joy. The trying can be a block in itself. Um, it's like trying is telling yourself, well, I don't have it, but I want it, so I'm going to put a lot of energy in this and I'm going to get it. It's more a validation of what you don't have than what you want. 
Well, that is fantastic. Thank you so much, Lady Crystal. You're welcome. And Thank you for having me on the show. Oh, I sure. So, Lady Crystal and myself, we both send you all of our supreme blessings and love. And until next time, blessed be. Blessed be.